And we're back. Another edition Stripe Show podcast. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. Week one of the NFL is in the books. And uh, well, I've been reading up on Twitter, listening to a little radio. And let me tell you something. There's some Monday quarterbacking going on, folks. It's one week. Your team didn't win. It's okay. Long season. Let it play out. Of course, my Seahawks did, though. So I'm, I'm already getting my tickets for the Super Bowl. But anyway, we're not talking about football. We're talking about golf and um, a little one week vacation in between last season and now new season, because this week it's the Fortnite championship Silverado, the start of the 2021, 2022 season, the race, the season long race for the FedEx cup starts this week. And to help me break that down. And of course, a little event called the Ryder cup, you know his face, you hear his voice, lead anchor for Golf Channel, Rich Lerner. Rich, thank you for uh, jumping on. I appreciate it. Travis, thanks for having me on. I'm uh, here in uh, one of the uh, the box-filled rooms in Wilton, Connecticut. We, we still haven't fully unpacked from the move uh, from Florida. I love, I love modern media. I have my phone uh, leaning against a box right here, and I'm on the edge of a sofa that's covered in a sheet. Uh, yeah. Not sure where this this thing's going, but here we are, uh, ready to ready to hash it all out. This is uh, welcome to my world, Rich. This is how we we do it here uh, on the Stripe Show. And uh, I, I got to ask you did you did you enjoy your one week off in between season? Your your one week vacation from covering last season now to flipping the switch and let's get ready for the new season. Yeah, you just take a little bit of a breath, uh, but, you know, maybe two or three days into the the off week, I started thinking and, and writing about the Ryder Cup. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I think it's a blessing and a curse for, for the game. If you love the game, you know, you always want to be able to check on a Thursday or a Saturday. You want to check on a leaderboard. You want to have the, the option to go watch a little golf, even mixed in with a football uh, you know, blessing there, curse because uh, from a golfer standpoint, they really don't get much of an off season. I mean, they'll they'll build it in. The, the top players post Ryder Cup uh, will will take some time. Uh, this this portion of of the year, this early part of the new season, is is important uh, for guys who are say graduating, just coming off the Corn Ferry Tour, or uh, they want to get a head start and and put some points in the bank uh, in, in hopes of. Uh, maybe making the tour championship or making the playoffs uh, later in 2022. Yeah, certainly the, uh, the fall season counts more. Now we see players playing. I mean, John Rahm is playing this week. Uh, Stuart Sink won this event last year, certainly went a long ways. He added a second win that helped him, well, get to Atlanta uh, at the end of the year. I want to ask you though, before we, spend all of our time on the Ryder cup, because that is the big event here. We know coming up, I want to ask you about how you think the playoffs are going, the FedEx cup playoffs. This is 15 years. Now we've seen this amazing 15 years. This has been going lots of changes over the years. Not so much as of late, although it did go from four events to three events. Finau gets the big win at the FedEx St. Jude can't lay a course wins the BMW championship and then hangs on to win the overall tour championship. The tours done a nice job positioning it in August. It is the event attraction. There's nothing else around it. It's going to get done before the NFL. Do you like it? Do you think it's now there's an identity there now with this season long race 
And do you like the staggered start, you know, at the tour championship? It seems like half like it, half don't. Where do you stand with the, with the playoffs after 15 years? I mean, look, I, I think it's better than where they were, say, yeah. in 2005, 2006, when the tour championship was sort of an afterthought. And um, there's more juice uh, to these playoffs. Uh, the, the BMW was one of the best events I've seen in, in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowds were frothy. Uh, they were going bananas. Uh, you know, he's one we'll remember for a long time uh, with Cantley making all those putts and out slugging uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, I, I thought um, you know, the the Northern Trust at Liberty National was a good one, even through all the weather delays. That was a good tournament. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the staggered start. I don't particularly have. Um, an answer or, or a good option. I just find it odd. And I understand why they did it because the points, uh, you was my buddy, Steve Sands at the grease board, uh, uh tabulating like, an, like an accountant, uh, from a big firm, uh, that sort of confused people. And it, it just didn't quite feel right. Uh, if this is your super bowl, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to be tabulating points on a grease board. Uh, uh, so, uh, th- there had to be a way to reward, <clears throat> um, uh, you know, the FedEx cup points leader to that, to, to that, uh, a juncture of, of the season right up until the finale. But, you know, Ram and Kevin Na, um, tied to low aggregate at East Lake shot. I think it was, what was it? 14 under, uh, mm-hmm. uh and, and Patrick Cantley, I think, shot 11 under. That just doesn't quite feel right. Yeah. I understand, you know, he, he it, this is a season-long race. So that doesn't especially sit well with me. But, I, again, I don't, you know, some people have thrown out a match play option. I'm open to other uh, ideas. I think it's better than, than where they were. And I do think um, uh, it, it, it certainly it, it has the attention of the players, the, these playoffs, principally because the money is so enormous and it's going to get bigger. Um, and I, I do think it is a, a noteworthy achievement to have won uh, the FedEx Cup uh, title. And I understand you know, why, why the tour has, has you know, gone all in, in the way that they have. This is mm-hmm. a, you know, an umbrella sponsor. FedEx uh, you know, sinks a lot of money into this. It's, it's more than half a billion dollars. Um, not every league is, is uh, fortunate to, you know, for, you know, to have uh, or good enough to have an umbrella sponsor. Uh, you know, the LPGA would love to have a, you know, they, I guess they do the, the race of the CME globe. Um, yeah. But, but um uh, you know, so so there there has to be some bang for the buck here, um, and um, you know it, I, I think the playoffs are good. I think August is is actually uh, a, a difficult month. While they do have the stage to themselves, they're not running up against uh, professional football. Um, it's a month typically where, where people have checked out. They're not watching as much television. Uh, they're at the beach, they're on vacation, they're getting ready for school. Uh, I don't, you know, think the ratings were through the roof. Um, but that said, uh, you know, people are watching traditional ways. It isn't just the big box experience. It's right Mm -hmm. here. It's, you know, you can be at the beach and still, uh, follow the golf. So, um, um, I, I think the, the playoffs are good. Uh, I would 
guess they're looking for ways to to improve and i i would i would bet there are they're still sitting around the table asking themselves is this staggered start the best we can do or is there another another format we want to look at uh, when when you don't have the uh um, uh, the 100 uh, percent approval of even your number one player of the world don Rahm, uh and and some others who <laughs> who who sort of you know you know went along with it because that's the way it is um didn't wholeheartedly uh, put their stamp on it and then you, you have to continue to have the discussions that I'm, I'm guessing they're having uh but i like the playoffs and uh, yeah you know, they they uh, look. The, the tour is constantly looking for ways to elevate uh, their own properties beyond the majors, which they do not own. You know, people forget they well, why why do they continue to push uh, the players and the FedEx Cup and the President's Cup because those are properties that they control and they own. They don't uh, control or own the Masters, the U.S. Open, the PGA Championship, the Ryder Cup, the Open Championship. You know the the other uh, you know very valuable, most valuable properties in the sport. So it's in their interest, and I don't. Uh, don't blame them. It's in their interest, in the interest of their, what they would call their constituents, their players, to continue to push um, uh, those properties, the players, uh, the FedEx Cup, uh, and, and the President's Cup. It's it's a business, uh, yep. as they would say. And uh, I, I think... Um, you know they, they've they've done some they've, they've made some good moves. It's not perfect, and I think they'll continue to refine it. Uh, and they they have to obviously keep an eye on the um, the the threat uh, uh, you know from from uh, that upstart uh, proposed Saudi league. So you know um, the, the players are sitting in a in a good position. New television contract uh, means much more money coming into the sport. Uh, mm-hmm. Possible threat from an outside agency, in this case, the Saudis spurring uh, their own leadership, their own to, to figure out ways uh, to, to you know, uh, grow their own business and put more money in the pockets of the top players. And I think, uh, you know, within, I would say, what, what are we, 2021 by 2025, I think, you know, the leading money winner on the PGA Tour, all in with FedEx Cup um, money and, and regular season earnings will, will be probably north of $40 million. Wow. Uh, it'll start to look like money that you see in, in the NBA. And I think the tours, I think the tour wants that. They, they've long wanted um, their their athletes. And you, you'll notice that the, the commissioner refers to his players, not as golfers or as players, but as athletes. And they want their athletes to to be uh, considered uh, and evaluated in the in the same um, light, same realm as the great athletes from the mm-hmm. other sports, and that that means you know the you know those those enormous um, uh, payouts and contracts. Uh, that may seem a little un. Uh, yeah. <laughs> may may seem a little absurd, and 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 may um, you know. Um, overstuffed uh you know 40 million plus for a golfer but that's what the market it appears is going to bear um in in just a few years time yeah wow that's that's um that's a lot of money right <laughs> 40, yeah it, 40 it, it million. Is, but, but you know travis every time i i go you know, play golf and i i just i shake my head at how hard this this sport is oh man and they're yeah. they're they're a blood you know you work with with them they're, they're just a blessed few on yep. this planet 
who uh, who who know how to do it. It being uh, put club on ball uh, consistently the right way uh, uh, over and over again, and uh, it, it's uh, <laughs> it's skill and and, oh, yeah. uh, and yeah. a lot of people uh, you know want to watch it and and um, yeah, so uh, we'll get it. It's a great time to be a professional golfer. Yeah, it is. You know, it's interesting because it, it segues yeah. into my, I mean, all that, by the way, is job security. Yeah. We call that in, in the instruction industry. And there's plenty of it, thankfully, because you'll never be an employed if you unemployed, if you know what you're doing and teaching, because um, the game's hard. So they need your services to, to get better. But the segue here is, you know, all of this and with Tiger, you know, on the sidelines and, you know, over the last six or seven years, we know Tiger is the needle. He's it. Man, no one does what Tiger does to viewership coming on. And of course, Tiger, you know, he's been sidelined. We're all hoping he comes back. We don't know if he will, if he does, how much time we have with Tiger playing at the elite level. He's, uh, he's got a lot going on with his body. And we know that. And we've seen Tiger over the years, we've seen bouts where he wasn't playing. And I can remember to myself, like, man, I'm concerned about the sport without tiger. What's it going to look like? I know there's other names and this and that, but I always had a little bit of a concern this year, rich. I feel like the sport's going to be just fine when tiger does decide not to play. There are so many great things happening with the sport that you just beautifully um, recognize with the FedEx and the money, but you know, John Rom, number one player in the world, his, worldwide appeal. Um, Bryson is polarizing and people love to talk about him. The, the saga with Brooks, call it what it is. Jordan Spieth has come back now playing great again. There's a lot of great players, great names, great personalities worldwide. The Ryder Cup will add gasoline to all of that next week. The sport's in a great spot when Tiger does decide to pack it up and and God forbid, I hope he comes back because he will just take it to another level next year, but we're in a good spot, rich with the game, aren't we? I think we are. I mean, we'll never, <laughs> I won't say never, but it's highly unlikely to ever approach <clears throat> uh, tiger mania again, mm-hmm. uh, ratings, um, um, that were comparable to other sports. Um, uh, maybe the most reliably blowing I've ever seen in any sport. I mean, every time he pegged it, he did something outrageous. He blew your mind. I don't think we're seeing that, uh, you know, that, that gather around the television galvanizing force. Um, it, it does not, that, that person does not exist uh, in, in, that I can see on the radar or we're currently in our sport. We do have a lot of, I think, uh, um, compelling figures. Uh, are they the kind that would get a, a um, you know, a casual sports viewer uh, to the television set? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, but if you like golf, then you, you like what we have right now. And I think, uh, you know, the, the sport uh, is uh, in, in a good position. I think, obviously, uh, we're one of, uh, of the few entities uh, that, uh, along with, with the Amazons of the world, that um, 
it, it came out of the pandemic um, in in reasonably good shape. And I hate to you know mm-hmm. just talk about it in a, you know such a horrific um, uh, event in in you know sort of business terms, but it isn't just about the business. You know, people uh, found um, comfort and and uh, uh, joy in an otherwise grim. Uh, period on the golf course recreationally, and I think that can have a, a positive impact on the on the professional game. If you turn, um, uh, you know, uh, golfers into golf fans on the professional level. Um, um, so, uh, look, I, I as for Tiger, I, I have uh, number one, um, you know, uh, ho- hopes that he'll be well again. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, en- well enough to walk uh, without a lot of pain. Well enough to play with his children. Well enough to uh, enjoy uh, some quality of life. I have uh, very low expectations for a- any sort of a, a, a big triumphant comeback. Could mm-hmm. play again? I, I, that's hard. I, I don't know. I've not heard a whole lot about uh, his recovery. I just know he's going to be what forty six years old um, at the the end of this year, late December, and when you're forty six and your body's taking the kind of punishment Tigers has taken, um, and you're asking to you know to put pressure on that ankle in in, in a forceful swing and walk uh, ninety holes in a week uh, with the practice rounds and maybe a little bit of a pro am and then seventy two holes if you make the cut. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a big ask. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if anybody could do it, it, it it's Tiger, um, given his tremendous will. Um, but um, again, um, I, I hope uh, Tiger uh, is is able to get healthy spiritually, physically, um, and and in every in every way. Um, I think uh, there's nothing left for Tiger to prove. You know, I think the Masters of 2019 was it. We, you know, would we all like to see something more? Of course we would. Um, and and um, uh, but do we need to? to you know, to, to, he's proven it uh, over and over to us that he's the greatest, uh, uh, greatest player, uh, very likely ever. I mean, that's a debate we, you know, we can all have with Nicholas. I think. You know, a couple of ways to look at that. One is that you know, no, nobody's ever played the game um, uh, at that level in the history of the sport. The, the way Tiger played it for you know a ten-year period, say mm-hmm. from you know ninety-seven through with the 08 U.S. Open, and then you know, even after that, he had a he had a great run. Um, uh, nobody's ever won as prolifically or, or by as wide margins as Tiger did. Uh, Nicholas won more majors. And that was always Tiger's uh, benchmark uh, for greatness. And I think that, you know, in, in that respect, you could say that uh, over the long haul, Jack took better care of his his body, his mind, and his and his, his spirit. You know, we we all know about Tiger's uh, struggles through the years, uh, but he, you know, he he dealt with a level of fame, um, had a much different upbringing than than did Jack. It's a, you know, it, it's a it's a deep discussion yeah. uh, uh but but you know tiger won uh 23 percent of his career starts uh jack was at i want to say 12 percent uh it's a big gap now jack 
you know, obviously gave some ground as he competed into his 50s and Tiger isn't there yet. Uh, but you can make the Hall of Fame having won three, four percent of your career starts. Davis Love the third, Freddie Couples are in that two, three percent uh, uh, category. So if three if percent is, is Hall of Fame, what what is what's 23 <laughs> percent? He, he, he's a he's a 450 lifetime hitter. Right. And uh, so anyway, that's Tiger. And then with respect to the other, you know, the other stars. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a big I love John Rahm. I like you know, how physical he is. Um, mm-hmm. I like his intensity. I think he's clutch. One uh, barometer that I, I use is, is real simple because it's it's the reason that I watch sports, love sports. And, and I think a lot of people are on the same same page. Who's clutch? Who can you count on on the seventy first hole, seventy second hole? And I think you know we we have uh, we, we have you know, three, four, five guys already who've demonstrated their their clutch. Mm. You know, Rom Rom has a knack uh, for the big putt late in late in the game mm-hmm. uh, with a couple of fist pumps for good measure, a couple of uppercuts. Um, Jordan Speed has has proven. He's clutch, big stones. Um, I think Kep has been there and done it in the last couple of years, but Kep has proven he's clutch. Morikawa, I think you can say, is is clutch. Um, so, you know, there, and, and we probably have, if you look at the current uh, group of young players, you probably have a minimum of, of uh, you know, five guys that are headed to the hall of fame someday, maybe more, let's take mm-hmm. a, a look. Um, but, but you have, you have some that, you know, still have a chance to get to that rarefied uh, territory of, of six, seven major championships. One Kepka's what 31 with four majors. He needs to kind of, you know, recharge McElroy's 30, what, 32 now with four mm-hmm. majors, has won one in seven years. He needs to kind of get it going again, but he could with, with a good um, a move here. I know people doubt that. Um, I think Rom is, is, is absolutely capable of going on a tear uh, and picking off, you know, three majors over, over a two year period. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, I, I, I think, uh, and, and speed as well, if, if Jordan, and I think Jordan is close to being uh, all the way back. I mean, obviously this year he, you know, he brought back the old magic and that was the, might've been the story, one of, you know, the two or three biggest stories of, of this past season. So, you know, there, there are, you know, four or five guys who have a chance to get to, you know, four, five, six majors if things break their way. Um, and it, it, it gets more difficult because I do agree um, with, with the sort of consensus that it is deeper than it's ever been. And that goes yeah. to the money that goes to the money that's available in any profession. When you put up, <laughs> the kind of money they're playing for um it brings out all the sharks man i mean everybody wants a piece of it it gets harder and harder to do well it's just going to get deeper too because i heard xander make the comment that these graduates that this year are coming from the corn Ferry tour it's the best class yet so it's just getting deeper and you're going to see a lot yeah. of these um players at the fortinet championship like wills Torres, who now is a PGA member and we saw what he did last year when he came out and he wasn't even at least 
from a finish standpoint, wasn't the most impressive player on the corn Ferry tour when he was out there. So right. there's just so many more coming well, and, um, you know, it's from getting, everywhere. Uh, Travis, get, what's that? They're coming from everywhere. Everywhere. Back to what I said there, there's yeah. never been a better time to be a professional golfer. And yeah. there are more, there are more places around the world now where you can go as a young professional to try to master uh, the art uh, um, and science uh, of, of putting a 72 hole score on the board. And and that is what it's all about. So you yeah. can go to uh, the, the, the uh, form tour used, I guess used to be the, when, and then there's the, you know, the, the McKenzie tour, <laughs> they, they've been changing right. uh, names, but so that's the, in Canada, there's, uh, the PGA Tour Latino America. Uh, there's the Corn Ferry Tour. There's the Australasian Tour. There's uh, the Asian Tour. There's uh, uh, the, South, the, the Sunshine tour. tour in South Africa. The European mm-hmm. Tour. There's the Challenge Tour where Brooks yep. Kepka cut his teeth. I mean, there are just so many places now uh, to, to go and, and figure it out and earn a buck. Yep. Um, and so by the time they arrive at the PGA Tour, if they're good enough to get there, uh, the, the spotlight's a little, um, more intense. Um, there's, there's, there's greater money and there's greater competition, but in the end for that player, it is what it, what it had been. It's putting a 72 hole score on the board. And, um, so, uh, so many places to, to, to earn a living and to master the craft, uh, more so than ever before. And uh, that's why it's just more competitive than than it's ever been. Let's take a second to talk about the folks over at Encore Golf. Encore has earned a reputation across the golf industry and with golfers everywhere for its combination of value, performance, and customer service. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is flipping the script on golf technology through perimeter-weighted balls made with the high-density particles and proprietary nanotransitional layer offering players enhanced accuracy, control, and distance. Encore recently added the Vero X1 to its suite of award-winning golf balls, one that already included the Golf Digest gold-rated elixir and low-compression Avant 55. Through its full suite of golf balls, Encore can help transform any golfer's game. Visit EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton for more info about Encore and start revolutionizing your game. Now back to the Stripe Show podcast. Yeah, I can remember earlier this year, when Gary Kago came over and I would have been watching him on the European tour. And I was like, man, I'm really excited to see how he stacks up over here because mm. he's so impressive on the European tour. And the same with um, Guido Migliozzi and Wilco Nidabar. And like these guys you watch in the European tour, young players. And I'm like, here comes Hago's going to come over and play. And he wins. And it was yeah. like, a lot of people are surprised in my mind. I'm like, I'm really not that surprised. I've been watching him in the morning. He's won three times on the European tour at the age of 24. Exactly. And he comes over here and just keeps it going. He's like ball club. Off we go. You know, uh, Guido. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant Look, I mean, player. The Italian didn't... finishes fourth at the U S open. And right. it's Look, just I mean, amazing now, stuff to with, watch. With, All right. We got to so, get to the Ryder right. cup here. Those guys didn't make the Ryder cup this year, but I, I have a feeling they'll be on the team. Um, here in, in years to come for sure. Um, but the Americans rich, I, you know, there's like, there's the saying in, in other sports, this game means more than the others, right? There's a, this is a big game and we all know they add up and it's every game is worth the same, but there's those games that just feel like they mean more than others. 
And every Ryder Cup's important, but this one just feels huge. You know, the Solheim Cup, the Europeans win, the Americans, huge favorite on paper. You go to the men here, the Ryder Cup, they've struggled, lost nine of the last 12, were embarrassed really three years ago in France. And now they're on their home surface on paper. It's not even close on paper when you look at it in world rankings and for what that's worth. So here's the picks. We know Stricker. We know Morikawa, DJ, DeChambeau, Kepka, Thomas, Cantley. They were locks. Stricker picks Finau, Schauffele, Spieth, English, Berger, Scheffler. The only one that was a bit of a surprise to me was Scheffler. Hasn't won yet. We know he's a wonderful driver of the ball. We know he has a rapport with Spieth, which I'll get to an alternate shot, which I think we will see. Um, I was, I would have picked Sam Burns over Scotty Scheffler. I've been criticized by my listeners multiple times. I'm a Sam Burns Homer. So I'll, I'll go with you there, but I just think Burns, game is better, but Scheffler is the pick. Any of the six, a surprise to you, or is that kind of how you had it lined up for you? No, I mean, I had 11 that I thought were locks. Uh, the you know, only the Scheffler pick I thought was uh, uh, sort of up for grabs, and I, I would have been, you know, I'm, I would have been comfortable with Sam Burns. I think Burns yeah. statistically uh, shows out really well, uh, makes a lot of birdies, had a yep. good to breakthrough year. I think he competes. He's long enough. Uh, would have I, I think fit the golf course, uh, and uh, I think you could have made a, a case as well for Webb Simpson. Uh, veteran Simpson had been playing actually really well. I think his last 12 rounds, he didn't make tour championship, but it was 12 or 16 rounds prior to, um, um, Atlanta. He averaged 66 and change. Uh, and, uh, but, but not an especially good fit for the big ballpark that is whistling straight. So, yeah, I think, I think he has the 12 that obviously that he wants. And I, I think Scheffler, uh, they probably ran, I'm, I'm sure they ran all the numbers uh, and they, uh, they, they checked uh, with, uh, you know, the, you know the, the guts of, of the team, which would be, you know, Spieth, Thomas, uh, Shoffley, uh, the, those guys. And uh, they all like Scotty Scheffler and Scheffler made the finals of the match play for what that's worth mm-hmm. uh, in back uh, in Austin, where he went to school. Uh, he makes birdies uh, mm-hmm. and he competes. Uh, so um, I think, um, yeah, this is a crucial Ryder cup for the United States. I mean, you know, the, if they don't win, it's uh, we we are we know what's coming. Uh, I, you know, there'll be some blame will be probably put at the feet of the uh, of the old guard, the older guard that is still in charge, um, though they're not playing. And we sort of have a clean slate in terms of the players. Uh, they, they, the Mickelson, Furyk, uh, uh, Stricker, Zach Johnson group that will that will run the team room there. They still have influence. They still have the ear of the players. So if for whatever reason they don't perform, I think you know, some blame will, will be uh, levied there. I'm just sort of um, jumping ahead here. Yeah. Uh, it, it will mean the task force that was created uh, after the debacle at Glen Eagles in 2014, where Mickelson got into it with Tom Watson, the task force will have been, 
know, a, a failure uh, because you know they, they will have gone one and two. Uh, the win in 2016 uh, in Minnesota, uh, the, as you called it, the embarrassment, the disaster in Paris on on you know a dozen levels, yeah. um, and and whatever you know, presumably. And it doesn't go well here. Now, that's kind of the grim, pessimistic view. Uh, here we are. Here we are again. Uh, and you've got a United States team that is an enormous favorite. Mm-hmm. On, uh, they, I mean, uh, average world rank of the 12 U.S. players is nine. That's the uh, the first time it's ever been under 10. In fact, it's like 8.92. Uh, they have eight of the top 10 players in the world. Um it, it's it's the strongest team they've ever fielded on paper. The European team average world rank is 30. They have just one player in the top 10 of the world. That's world number one, John Rahm. So you, you uh, on top of that, you, they're playing at home. You know, and that, that partisan hypercharged uh, atmosphere is enormous at an event like the Ryder Cup. The big issue for the United States and for any team that's playing as a heavy home favorite is you, you have that expectation that's weighing on you. You should win. So anytime mm-hmm. you put an athlete or a team in that situation where, where the whole world is saying you should win, uh, it, it opens the possibility that they could be tight. And I, I remember asking a Jim Furyk after the 06 Ryder Cup in, in Ireland uh, where they got and they got hammered. Um, you know, why don't you guys perform in, in the Ryder Cup? And he, he and I, it's hard, hard to put a finger on. We just seem to play tight. Now, that's a long time ago. That's 15 years ago. This is a whole new group here. And they seem to like each other for the most part. I, I know we've got the Brooks Bryson issue. They seem to like each other. They don't have the scar tissue for the most part. Um, these are guys who played well under pressure uh, for the most part. But they're in against, um, 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 you know, a group of guys you know, who know what they're doing. And, and while this European team I don't think is, is, is especially strong on paper, they, they can put out some formidable pairings. And, and you can begin to make a case for, for a European win. Uh, they, mm-hmm. um, I think that the question will be, what do they get out of uh, Hatton, Fleetwood, Fitzpatrick, Westwood, Wiesberger, and, uh, and Poulter? Sort of those six. I think you, you, you've got Rom, Garcia, McElroy, Lowry, Casey Hoblin, those six to me, like you, you could go with the sort of the the old uh, Euro method of putting out some stalwart teams, right? You know, Olathebel and Ballesteros, so Woosnam and Woosnam, Faldo Langer, Montgomery, though, or you you ride your horses, and they have some horses to ride, um, and and so I would think. Like Rom's going to go all five, uh, he'll be he'll be a problem for the U.S. I think Rory probably will go five, maybe four. Depends how he's playing, how he feels. I think there's a case to be made for Hoblin going minimum of four. Um, same thing with Casey, who's really good. Um, and then from there, they'll they'll mix and match and see who's playing well. 
I, you know, I don't think you'll see, for example, I'd be, I'm not sure you'll see Westwood uh, in, in foursomes. Uh, um, I, I think Harrington knows what he's doing. And, um, you know, they, they can play freely uh, and they have a great history of, as they say in Europe, punching above their weight. Uh, and, and, you know, as, as underdogs on the road, they'll, they'll play that card. They always do. And, um, you know, the, all the pressure will be on the, on the United States and, um, you know, U S favorites, but, um, they've not been good at the Ryder no. Cup to say the least. Well, Westwood Garcia have been a good pairing over the years. It'd be interesting to see if they, Go there. I think yeah. the only surprise there, they only had three picks. I mean, no one's surprised with um, La, or uh, Poulter and, and Garcia. The only surprise was perhaps Lowry over Rose. Um, yeah, I like Lowry though. And I think Lowry, you know, make, makes him up with um, Rory. That, that yeah. would be a, that'd be a really strong team. Yeah, uh, I agree. Lowry's a good, Lowry's a good ball striker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's proven himself in some big spots, the open, a WGC. Uh, I'm, I'm a Lowry fan. I think he's good in the team room. He's got a good way yep. about him. Yeah, I like Lowry. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think this, this alternate shot, Rich, I think it's as simple as that. If, if the Americans split alternate shot they win and they just they're just not very good at alternate shot <laughs> we're just not good at it right. and you it's saw it format i mean it's a, it's a it funky is. format man. you saw it in the women too yeah. you know they it yeah. was three and a half to a half friday morning and that was it that was the difference i mean from there on they you know they whittled their way back and just couldn't get all the way back but the alternate shot was the difference in the women's and in the men's game we just i just feel like that friday morning we come out. All right. It's two to two off we go. Like, I think, I, I think it's going to be very difficult with the way that course is going to be set up. And this is a big, this golf course is enormous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It is, it is yeah, big US, time golf yeah, course. Right, we're looking at, I'm going to predict 7,800 yards. I, I think right. they I mean, can US play can 77, to, 78. This is going to be set up for the U S to swing away. Uh, it is. For, it is. Uh, and you know what's interesting, Rich, about the course? There's a lot of holes like 18 where the way that the fairways contoured, it's like one of those risk reward where you can cut off more if you can carry it mm-hmm. 310. Yeah. Right. Which most of our guys can. So hit it over there 310, where the guys that can't are going to have to hit it over here. So it's you know, there's going to be a big gap in some of those holes. Now, not, not all of them are like that, but there's a fair amount where you can cut off if you can carry the ball a long ways. Right. I would, I've said, look, I'd be like, soak that golf course, make the fairways as wide as you can. No rough, put the flag in the middle. Off we go. Hmm. Just keep it simple. You know, just, just keep it simple and let the guys cut it. You know, fairways play as wide as they can. Let's just keep it in the middle of the green. Let's not tuck it where now you got to hit this into it and that you bring open, like just play to your length, put it in the middle. Putts yeah. are simple. Off we well, go. Here's my alternate yeah. shot. Tell me if you agree. Here's well, what I'm sending the stricker. I'm putting it in the mail today. Go ahead. I don't know if he'll get it, but anyway, <clears throat> I think, I think Scheffler is going to be matched up with speed alternate shot. I think that's part of the strategy here. They play a lot of golf together. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those guys are going to play together. I think I know everyone's like big on it. Xander and Cantley. I think I'd put JT with Cantley, or I'm sorry. I think I'd put JT with Xander. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I would, I like Justin Thomas with Xander and I like Cantley with Morikawa. You know, I like those two together. And I, I like also like as my I fourth, like Harris English and Daniel Berger. There it is in yeah, the mail today. I, I like them all, Stricker. right? So you're, 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 you're sitting Kepka because you know, we're not sure he's a hundred percent. You don't want to wear him out, right? You'll play him, but you don't want to wear him out. I need Kepka um, in best ball. Bryson because uh, you don't like his, well, you don't, you wouldn't want Bryson in an alternate because what's chipping is a little suspect. I don't know. I'd be nice to have 340 off the tee in alternate shot, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just. Who do, who do you pair Bryson with, by the way? I don't know. That's I, I guess what that's probably the Bryson? answer. I don't know. You know, you, are you going to have a golf ball issue? Now that's playing in Bryson's head that, um, you know, emotional right. instability things start going down. Bryson yeah. can yeah. get internal, like the mojo. I, I, I worry about that. I don't want. Where's Tony Fino? I don't see Tony Fino. I like, you don't have Tony Fino's T-ball. I need shot. I need Fino. Well, you guys said somebody, right? So it's like, yeah, I, I, I'm looking for chemistry here and perhaps I'm going a little bit against the exact world golf ranking and more towards who can complement one another with their style of play, which is what right. is what the Europeans do so well. I mean, the, the, no, I mean, I think Francisco you're, I think you're and Tommy Fleetwood, those guys right. don't hit it far at all. And, and yet just, they just wear you out, you know, I mean, they're just so complimentary to one another. So I, that's the way I was looking at it. They, they, I get a little worried with Finau around the greens. I love Finau in four ball. I would put Finau with Kepka both days, best ball off you go. Kepka, the calming overconfident player when Finau just feeling like I can just fall out of bed and make seven birdies and play loose. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I, it's hard to argue with any of the pairings you put together. I mean, like Molinari Fleetwood was perfect for uh, the golf course in Paris. It was all oh, yeah. about ball control over there. This is a different, this is a different park here. And, but no, I mean, it's hard to argue. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, the United States almost has an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> right. I mean, you're, you, how, how can you go wrong with, you know, who's going to, who's going to argue with Morikawa Cantley uh, as a team or, you know, take your pick. Right. Uh, you can, I, I think, I think he has a lot of options um, and he can go, uh, you know, sort of ball control, put immense pressure on the other team by keeping, you know, j- just wearing, wearing you out, uh, uh, you know, with kind of a, a Cantlay Shoffley uh, pairing, uh, or he can just, you know, hammer you um, um, with power. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has he has the he has the ability to to go a lot of different ways. Well, this one feels this one feels really big. This one does. Yeah, it's a must it, win. It I want to say it. It's a must win situation. Uh, we have to win. Yeah, you make a good I mean, point though. I mean, when you're expected to win. That's an added pressure and it's just different. It's like, yeah, it's almost look, like I mean, playing we're for questioning. It, it's, I don't it's, expect um, 12 golfers to, to solve the, the country's problems, but, but <laughs> you know, we are, we are asking ourselves, uh, can America come together? Yeah. Can America win? <laughs> it's been a, been a hard, been a hard road here. And, uh, 
even something as simple as uh, as, as a golf uh, competition, um, you, you know, you hope they can come together. And uh, they'll be asked. But I think I think one other uh, factor here is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what will the sort of the the tone be the first three four days, and how will they handle media? Right. I mean, they're going to every player is going to be asked about the team room and Brooks and Bryson. Yeah, they'll have to, you know, sort of be be on point there. And I'm sure Stricker will will uh, review messaging uh, with his, with his team. And uh, and then I, I, I'm curious how they're going to handle COVID and, and the inevitable questions that are going to come. Are you vaccinated? And uh, I, I don't I don't know the answer. You know, I don't know how many are vaccinated, what their plan is. Uh, are they are they even going to have a gala? I'm 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 betting they 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 wouldn't go. I I know Stricker uh, told me uh, a week ago they plan to keep a a very tight bubble. This this will sort of harken back to like a year ago. Uh, again, he wouldn't reveal who's vaccinated, who's not. But but that that that's an element that could creep in and become sort of a, a dominant theme. I'm I'm sure the the you know, the press will. We'll push for those answers, mm-hmm. and uh, so um, you know th- th- those are always little sort of um, side um, side issues that you keep an eye on uh, the week of a Ryder Cup, and and sometimes it can get away from a captain, uh, and and I always you know I'm curious how the the captains handle press. You know, McGinley was great at it. The Europeans have tended to be better at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, than than the the U.S. captains um, in in the past, so I think Stricker Stricker is as honest and earnest as the day is long, uh, and I think the early reviews have been good. He's kind of no nonsense. He knows what he wants. He's playing at home in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's obviously going to have uh, tremendous uh, support. Uh, but yeah, you keep coming back uh, to to every everything sort of lining up for the United States. And to your point, uh, if they don't, well, what then? Right. So this is, this is a crucial Ryder cup. I agree for the United, for the United States. I mean, yep. uh, and, and that, again, that means Europe will, will likely play with some freedom because, you know, they've won their, they've won seven of the last, you know, since the turn of the new century, they've won seven of nine. Yep. You know, here's, you know, you know how we guarantee a win. And I'm going to let you go because I'm going to let you get unpacked there. Um, a guaranteed win is day one, Brooks and Bryson stand up and they hug it out. Mm-hmm. And they just hug it out and like, let's go win sure. this thing. Those guys would run through the wall. Off we go. Right. I mean, I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that. Um, you know that 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 idea. Uh, really, what they should do is is on the first day um, have Brooks and Bryson play a practice round together. But that's likely not going to happen because no. we're assuming they're going to be in these pods, right? Of you know, four man pods, and uh, that that is is not happening. Brooks and Bryson in the same in the same group. But that would be kind of a cool thing. Is, is you know, even if say they're on the range or practice putting green just some show of unity um yeah i've been told you know brooks has said you know for the team for the week he's willing to do whatever it takes but that he's not going to uh, offer an olive branch uh that 
the uh, animosity, at least on his part, is real. He just doesn't like Bryson. But that said, um, there have been rock and roll bands, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing through the years, that haven't loved one another, that, that have made great music together. There have been you know, countless championship teams in every sport that have had some personalities, personality yeah. issues that maybe we never knew about that, that won it all. Uh, yeah. You can do it. And, uh, you know, it's time to, you know, let, let's grow up, fellas. Um, you're playing for something bigger than your, yourselves here. You're playing for your country. Let's, let's, uh, put it, uh, let's put it aside and let's go do the job that, that needs to be done. Um, I, I'm in. So I'm in. Yeah. Rich, I appreciate it. Be Love listening to you talk. Big fan. Live from on Golf Channel. Can't wait to, to watch it uh, from the Ryder <laughs> Cup. It'll be uh, it'll be a great week, and I'll be glued to my TV. So appreciate you coming on the Travis, pod, and uh, maybe we'll do it again next I year. Need, I would love to. Congrats on all your success. I badly need a lesson. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm working my way. I'm working my way through some deep seated issues. Can I share something with you real quickly? This yes. is. Um, I'm now now that I'm putting it out in in the golf universe. I'm sure to be cursed because every time you say you. As a golfer, you say, hey, I found something that the very next day you, you find your opening tee shot in a bush. Like when you tell all your buddies, hey, I found it, and then you find your tee ball in a bush because you just threw it out there and the golf gods <clears throat> don't like arrogance. Anyway, uh, getting a little older now, I've had some putting yips. Mm. Like really scary, like total dread. Uh, you know, the lag putt of, 30 feet and I push it up to three feet. I, I, I'm like in a bit of a panic mm. and the results have been horrific. It, I, I, I wish it on no one. And I tried something that I'd seen, you know, some, I've seen speed do it in Garcia, not because they have the yips. I just think it works for them, but I closed my eyes just yep. before takeaway from three to six feet and absolutely bizarre. Free swinging. It works. I mean, it, it works. It takes you uh, just, it flips a switch. There's no history. There's no anticipation of the stroke or the hole. And it's just a, it's a complete free will for the brain to just let it go and be instinctive, right? Rather than anticipate the outcome or the stroke or impact that makes you, you know, flinch. And um, I mean, Sergio, he didn't, I don't think he had the yips, but he's closed his eyes. Speed's looking at the hole. Um, even like looking like even between the hole and the ball can help too. So just kind of looking, you know, on a spot there, just getting off. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's great. It makes complete sense. And I'd, I'd run with it. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate you coming on, man. All right.